All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Scape podcast. Um, today we're gonna be looking over another uh, Bach draft. This one from Walter Picks. I don't know if there's a name associated with this mock draft. Like, if somebody actually wrote it, we'll just say Walter wrote it of Walter Picks. Um, sorry if you wrote it and I didn't credit you. Um, but before we get to the actual mock draft, I want to talk over some news. So on Monday, I believe, uh, it got reported that uh, Tua, Tua Tunga Bailoa, was dealing with concussion symptoms. Um, and then I think it was today he got placed in concussion protocol and, uh, um, do you guys have any thoughts about that? I don't think I've ever seen a player get three concussions in, in a year, season. at least allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, it's confirmed too, but yeah. anyone with eyes, like can, they said back spasms or whatever, but. I ain't stupid. Right. Yeah, this is a this is a really bad look for the NFL. Um, and the Miami doctors, obviously. Um, as far as like fantasy wise, I would I would be shocked if Tua comes back this year. If I were close to Tua, I'd I'd tell him just to pack it up. Yeah. Oh, you think like for the, even for the playoffs? Or yeah, I, I think just don't too. Honestly. If I was one of his family, I'd probably say pack up football as a career. Like, yeah, they've because he's like he's one more concussion this year from being like this is like life altering potentially. Mo- most studies always show that it's a massive increase in uh like CTE or Parkinson's or any other like neurologically degenerative disease if you get. More than like three impacts in a uh, seven-month period, that it goes up just a drastic percentage. So yeah, it's... I think that he probably should just step away from football for the year, and I know that would kill the Dolphins' like year most likely. Yeah, but I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's for the playoffs be. anyway. Like, what are they nine and eight right now? I want to say that they still have eight wins. Um, uh, maybe they just won, and I can't remember. No, they just lost to the Packers. Lost to the Packers. Yeah, they're eight and seven. Okay, so they're not like a lock in anyway. Yeah. Um, so especially if they're like not in it, I would. Well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. But even if they're just like a wild card team, like. I definitely say pull them out for the rest of the uh, year. Yeah. Yeah, they're competing with a wild card spot uh, with either us or the Ravens and uh, the Chargers. So if another team just takes that spot, they they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. Yeah, so definitely have to be concerned about them for the rest of the year. And um, probably too early to speculate like whether he should call it a career or not, but... That's not a zero percent outcome, um, but still, just a horrible look for the NFL. Um, they, horrible look for the Dolphins organization. Yeah, them and the Dolphins, like they they failed to a like they're supposed to 
take care of him. <clears throat> um, I saw someone like blaming Tua, like say like they should suspend Tua, like it's not his fault. What? The NFL what? is supposed to monitor that stuff. And then it's not; it's definitely not Mike McDaniel's fault either. Like he's he's calling the plays, he's managing the team, he has other stuff to worry about. It's pretty much all on the NFL and like the team doctors. So yeah, there's dedicated help. people whose jobs yeah. are to decide if you're ready to play, if you're allowed to play or not. So I wouldn't blame it on, uh, yeah, like Mike McDaniel or anybody else in the Dolphins organization, or even Tua himself, because if he's cleared to play. And like yeah. you want to play to help your team, like I don't think anybody can blame you. Yeah, but we were no, talking yeah, about this earlier, but like NFL players, like they're just built different. Like if they are physically able to play football, they're going to. Um, except Derek Carr. Yeah. <laughs> going into our next news segment. Yeah, let's get on to that. <laughs> the. The Raiders announced that they're going to bench Derek Carr to see what they have in Jared Stidham. I'm going to let you know right now what you have in Jared Stidham Raiders, and that's probably not a good quarterback. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. No. It makes no sense. I yeah. think so. I think the reason why is because I think that what they're, they're going to want to cut him. Uh, next year, the start of next year. Uh, but the problem is, if he gets injured in these last two weeks, then his like forty million dollar like injury, uh, guaranteed liabilities or whatever hit. And then if they cut him, it'd be like out of that guaranteed money. So I think if they know they're not going to blink the playoffs or anything, they're not going to risk forty million dollars if they don't want him around anymore. Yeah. I think. I mean, it makes sense from a business standpoint. Um, but I think they're like still technically in playoff contention. Let yeah, sure. maybe like on the fringe. Yeah, they're like yeah. one of those like five percent teams. What's or their whatever. exact record right now? I think they've only won six games off the top of my. Oh head. wow! So they can still make the playoffs, and they're still going to bench him. I yeah. thought that they were just out. I don't think they've been eliminated yet. Yeah, so um Yeah, I guess if they have six wins and they win two more, no other team like the team with the third wild card spot uh is still only at eight wins. The oh. yeah. thing is like a good quarterback's hard to come by. So just like it's hard yeah. to believe, I guess. Yeah, where do you think I mean obviously Derek Carr probably not gonna be a Raider next year, but where would you guys like to see him? Church, uh, New York Jets, <laughs> Jets or Carolina, maybe. I think the Jets, Jets would be a great landing spot for any quarterback. Yeah. No, I don't think they're making a move for him because Mike White might might actually be the dude there. Unironically, might actually turn into something. I was, yeah. I was listening to a like not fantasy related podcast at work. It was just about football and. They were talking about Mike White and like they're like he's he's not really anything special, but he does react very quickly to like reading zone coverages and stuff like that, which is obviously a good trait to have as a quarterback. Right. 
man, I don't know how it would happen, but seeing Lamar Jackson in like a Shanahan tile style of offense would just be so fun to watch. Yeah. That'd be what happened is Lamar projected to come back uh before or like next week or the week after. I don't think he's coming back, honestly. I, I don't think he is either. But that's crazy because, yeah, I wonder if he doesn't come back the rest of the season. Let's say the Ravens don't make the playoffs somehow. Like, yeah, I wonder how that contract situation goes down because he was playing really well, and you can see the Ravens just doing really bad without him. But, like, there's just clearly, like, disrespect that the Ravens have for him for not, like, paying out his contract already. Yeah, if I were him, I'd just just let them suffer. Can they franchise tag him after this? Yeah, I don't think think there's any way he'd play on the franchise. Probably just sit out. Yeah. He was 2018? Yeah, he drafted 2018. Yeah, I guess they could franchise tag him, but yeah. Yeah, imagine franchise tagging a quarterback. That's He'd like still make like a ton of money, but it's like fifty million guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um What do you guys think that had, does to uh Devontae Adams with Derek Carr though? Well, well he's still under it, contract. Oh yeah, right? but they'd have to trade him. Um probably. Heard heard the Packers need a receiver. They should look into that. <laughs> if any of you editors out there could like Make an edit of like Devontae Adams in a Packers jersey. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. That'd be so cool. I think Rodgers and Adams would do pretty well together. Imagine if he goes to the Bears. (laughs) Oh that'd be so funny. Be fun to watch though. Honestly, I think Bears fans would like love that. Because I remember Bears fans just hate Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) And so they'll like use any excuse to say that it was like Devontae Adams carrying yeah. him. So if it, Justin Fields with Devontae Adams would be insane. Very, we're just very fun to watch. I don't want to sound hot takey that like Justin Fields like has like one of the worst supporting casts in the NFL and still does well. So like, like him getting any sort of weapon would be insane. Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, this pretty much confirms that they're probably not going to sign Josh Jacobs to a long-term deal because, like, if you're not going to have a quarterback in place, what's the point of having a running back? Right. In my eyes, at least. Speaking of him, did everyone see that interview with Jacobs? Like, he seems so frustrated with the Raiders organization. No, like, after that loss. Do you know who He's just, like, saying, like, no, it's like a, a locker game. room. Okay. Yeah. He's like was basically saying like he puts in all this work and like the same outcome happens all the time. Like he it was like a very like revealing interview. I feel like that didn't really get much attention. Imagine if he goes to the Dolphins. Yeah. That's that's scary. Wait. Oh man. No, that'd be so sweet. Yeah. But um I mean, the Ravens, the Raiders are kind of screwed because they have a bunch of old people on contract. They just signed, like, Darren Waller. They traded for, like, Chandler Jones. Like, this was kind of supposed to be their year. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Just like the Broncos. That's right. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, speaking of the Broncos, yeah, speaking of that. Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett, and my only reaction to it is uh, it's about damn time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's only the what fifth or sixth head coach to be fired in the middle of a season on their first. He made season. it. He made it ten days longer than Urban Meyer. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> that's yeah, amazing I, that I, Urban I, made it that long. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's something. I always like remembered Urban leaving earlier. I don't know why. That's crazy that Urban lasted so long. Well, I think he only lasted that long, or. He only got fired because, like, it got revealed that he kicked someone. There's probably, like, some contract clause that, like, let him fire him easier because he, like, physically assaulted somebody. Best kicker on the Jaguars at the time. Yeah, I really am glad that I don't have any emotions for the Denver Broncos because there's, like, nothing good happening in Denver. Jerry Judy's quietly having a pretty good season. Um, but other oh, yeah. than that, and they have a good defense, but like other than that, it's just a total crapshoot. You just like buy a Patrick Sertan jersey and then yeah. ignore the rest of the franchise. Right. <laughs> but um you see what Patrick Patrick Starr said in the Nickelodeon broadcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> Russell Wilson threw an interception and like the little Patrick Star like uh I think was like, yeah, that's not what he wanted to cook. <laughs> so disrespectful. Nickelodeon broadcasts are a thing of beauty. They are. Baker Mayfield won the MVP. Russell Wilson snubbed IMO. Um, but in uh in other news, um this is pretty recent actually. Keishon Boutte uh, announced that he's not gonna stay for his senior year. He's actually gonna declare for the NFL draft. Um this is pretty big. He's he's a pretty uh substantial wide receiver i guess um he was thought of as like a consensus first round first or second round pick um before he decided to stay so i'm guessing he's still viewed as that so that's that's pretty good uh for this wide receiver class um any other news items before we dive into this uh, mock draft? Uh, not that I can think of. Yeah, nothing that comes to mind. Nothing that I can see online. All right, let's dive into it then. Um, so, again, this is by Walter Picks or WalterFootball.com, sorry. Um, Let me get to the start of this. This website is a little tough to navigate. On TikTok, they allege that they're 17% more accurate than ESPN, just in fantasy. I feel like I get that ad all the time. Yeah. All right. So, number one, they have the Houston Texans selecting Bryce Young. Texans are going to pick 
one of the top two quarterbacks, young or Stroud, yeah. probably. That's yeah. Everyone. I've heard I've heard a lot of people saying that they should just go defense and tank another year. Uh because their roster is like still pretty bad. And then next year like try and get Caleb Williams. What do you guys what would you guys do if you were a GM? Would you like tank for Caleb Williams? I think that's no. what, that's what like the commanders tried to do when they didn't pick a quarterback in like 2020 and they took Chase Young. They're like, oh, we'll just get one next year. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, they were just mid enough to like not get a good quarterback. And then they've just been like, okay, ever since then. So I think Bryce yeah. Young and CJ Stroud are good enough to build a team around. Um, so I, I would just take them, honestly, if I were a GM. I think like a losing season could almost cost you your job as a GM too. Like I don't know about the Texans GM how new he is. So like yeah, if I were a GM, I'd want to take a QB and like hope they have like a breakout year where they're like really showing promise with the team. Like I don't know what Brandon Cook's situation is, but oh, he's gone. I don't know. He doesn't like. He is. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. It seemed like he was getting upset. Yeah, I would I would go with the quarterback. And like I feel like Bryce Young would be a good fit because he could still create with his legs. Like CJ, you'd want him going somewhere and he like in this mock he does, like spoiler alert. Like you'd want him going somewhere that kind of has a good like team around him with like the lack of extending plays that we've seen in college. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we love Caleb. I love Caleb. Um but there, there's always a chance he could get injured or just really underperform next yeah. year. Like, look at yeah, you have to have the guaranteed one point oh one because if you have the one point oh two and Caleb's not there, yeah. I don't know if there's a twenty twenty four quarterback better than Bryce Young right now. Mm-hmm. Right, Drake made pretty good. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say he's better than Bryce, but I think he's getting up there. Anyway. Um, this is our first uh, head scratcher pick. Uh, Walter picks apparently seventeen percent more accurate than ESPN or Walter Football. <laughs> sorry, uh, Arizona Cardinals select Bijan Robinson uh, at four overall. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like I hate had, this pick. Like I think everybody fantasy. should hate this pick. Now, I want to say that from a team building standpoint, this is really stupid. Go running back if you're the Cardinals. But for fantasy, there's I don't know if there's a better spot to land than the Cardinals because like if you see how they oh, use yeah. James Connor, like they just slam that dude every single play. He has like a 90 plus percent opportunity share every game. And even when like Eno Benjamin took over, uh, they gave him like 90 plus percent of snaps. Like they use their running back and they only use one. Uh, yeah. So Eno did go crazy. Fantasy would be fun, but from a real a life real football, like, no. Why would you do this? <laughs> yeah. Why would you do this? 
any running back in the top five is just such an egregious pick. And like, yeah. I mean, even going back to say Saquon at two, like, was that yeah, worth that it? Wasn't, that wasn't good. No. As good as Saquon is. And in no way, shape, or form is Robinson anywhere near the prospect that Saquon was. It just, it, it wouldn't make any sense on for a GM to make this kind of decision. Anyway, moving back, moving, um, moving on. Uh, we have the Colts selecting C.J. Stroud. Alex kind of alluded to that earlier. Um, Colts have a pretty good team. They are just kind of a quarterback away. Yeah. I think Stroud would fit pretty well with the Colts. Um, he, he's kind of he's getting a lot of uh questions brought up about his game. I think some of them are fair. Some of them are not fair. I guess. Um, like his, the questions about like his overall mobility ability to like elude uh or like maneuver the pocket or create out of structure um i don't know do you guys have any thoughts about cj stroud and this fit with the colts yeah just i guess i'll talk about cj Stroud in general and one of the things that i've noticed is that like he hasn't played that many big games at Ohio State. Like, I think the biggest games he's ever played is when we played Oregon last year and we lost. Um, when we lost to Michigan last year. Maybe when we played Mich- Michigan again. And, uh, like, maybe Penn State both years. But, like, he's never, like, excelled in a tough game his entire career. Uh, against a good opponent, I'm like actually realizing because we've lost to Michigan both years with him, and we've had other losses. And I just like when you watch his game, like he's he throws the ball into like tight windows and everything. Like he'll make some crazy passes, but like he doesn't break the game. And maybe that's because like he's just in an Ohio State offense that just has so much talent, and they don't ask much of him. But like, like he just. I don't know, he just doesn't, he's not elevating that team like how I think Bryce Young elevates Alabama. Right. I'm with you on that. It's like, with his current style of play, like, it doesn't really translate into fantasy points right away. So, like, if he were to excel with the Colts, it'd probably take, like, more than a year. And like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I just we, don't know what the difference between him and dynasty wise. Honestly, I don't know what the difference between him and Mac Jones is. Like, yeah, that's like kind of a scary on. good comparison. I never thought of that comparison. Like for dynasty. Yeah. Now that I think straight. about it, doesn't isn't a dirty player. Yeah, he's not going for <laughs> not going for ACLs out there. Yeah. We need did you see to... that? Did you see that he got fined? Mac Jones got fined less than like Jamar Chase did for like, like giving uh, Minka Fitzpatrick the bird or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I love Jamar. That's funny. 
Kamara's is like Kamara's increased his savagery this year. Yeah, he really has. For it. When he was like doing this in front of Justin Reed, it's like, yeah, yeah we will take this fifteen yards, Kamara. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think uh, the Colts' uh, offensive pieces would be improved, and by how much with uh, C.J. Stroud on that offense? Like, what do you think, think would so. it do to their stock, or would it improve at all, or? even move it much um i mean like really it's just like michael Pittman and kind of jonathan taylor there um Pittman has just had an absolute crap line of quarterbacks throwing the ball to him like it's been like washed rivers carson wentz who has like half a brain um then washed Matt Ryan, and then right now it's Nick Foles, like right, and Sam Ellinger for a game. Sam Ellinger yeah. for a one game, and he's kind of sneaky old. Just talking dynasty wise, like isn't he twenty four? He's either twenty four, or like I think he's twenty five. If you're talking, he fitness. played till his senior year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like he shows flashes, and it's just like. His situation sucks. I'd be more excited if Stroud was there. Yeah, because right. Stroud can definitely push the ball down the field. There's no doubt that like Pittman's stock would go up a lot if Stroud went there. Yeah, Michael Pittman's going to be 26 years old in October. Yeah, he's like That's kind of crazy. Ooh. Yeah, easier. I mean, he's still got time for real, but like, yeah, he's just older like, than you would think. Yeah. He's just in that like Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, like. We've never age seen range. what like, he's capable of. Or, I guess, age range somewhat. Actually, is DJ more younger than him? He might be. Remember last DJ. year, that was, he was... No, he's, he's, like, he's only like five months. Michael Pittman's only about like five months uh, younger than DJ Moore. But that's still crazy, because DJ Moore feels like he's been in the league forever. Right. Drafted 2018. Yeah, that's crazy. What was Pittman twenty? Pittman was, I guess, was twenty twenty. So it isn't like that much different. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, the Falcons selecting Will Levis. Uh, <laughs> very visceral reaction. Yeah. Um, we do not like Will Levis. Everybody... Ritter. I don't know if you guys watched the Falcons last last Sunday, but Desmond Ritter he he definitely made some improvements off his first start. I didn't watch it, but I looked like his stat line looked much improved. Yeah. A little I more efficient. It, I did not watch it. Looked, it. Or, it looked like the Falcons offense was letting him down because like there'd be he'd like make f- throws on fourth and convert and then like Drake London would just like fumble and stuff and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, but like he didn't. He looks like somebody you just like want to check out for a year because, like, yeah. if all you're saying that Will Levis is valuable for is like his intent or not his his tangibles, like that you're basically just picking Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I'd be fine if they gave Desmond Ritter just like a year. Maybe draft someone like I don't know Hendon Hooker or something in the late sec or in the second third round. Mm-hmm. Like, um, right. for a starting job. 
I just see Will Levis as kind of like more of a project guy. I definitely don't want him to start day one if I'm drafting him. Um, I think somewhere like the Bucks, if Brady returns, would be a great spot for Will Levis right. so he can learn. Behind I've like seen a, a lot of Saints hopefuls. A lot of people want him to go to the Saints. Yeah, my thing with Will Levis in particular is like I've never had anybody say anything good about Will Levis beyond like his physical traits. And like I feel like what thing I feel like athleticism, yes, for like the top four quarterbacks in the NFL, like they have to have like good physical traits. I guess like Joe Burrow, like isn't like an insane athlete, but he's like he's still pretty athletic, but right. Like there's a ton of like athletes who are like six foot three, have massive arms, and are like in that weight range, like athleticism wise, that just play like wide receiver and other thing. Cause like the quarterback position's like 80% not physical traits. Yeah. And that's why you yeah. see guys like Mike White outperforming Zach Wilson. And like, I just feel like the, I mean, like, I think it's fine to just like, take a stab at a quarterback because it's just so important, but like I don't know. There's I've never seen him do anything impressive beyond, you know, just like being athletic. No matter how good of an athlete you are, you still gotta be able to like read the field. And he puts mayo in coffee. I'm not kidding. I'm not Ew, kidding. Bro. <laughs> Will Levis puts mayo in coffee. Wait a second. He he's, he should be he shouldn't be drafted before Mister Rorell next year. He should be drafted to prison. <laughs> you're going to the military. <laughs> That's where you're being Las Vegas State Penitentiary. He shouldn't start learning Chinese. <laughs> Zhaoshang Penitentiary. Zhaoshang. <laughs> um. Anyway. Moving on, at eight, we have the Panthers selecting Quentin Johnston. Um, it seems like the NFL really likes Quentin Johnston. Uh, he's he's a lot of scouts wide receiver one. And I can't really blame them because he is a physical freak. Um, you know, jump ball, catch radius, run out yards after catch. He can do it all. Um, he's he just seems like a really good wide receiver prospect. Uh, but this pairing with DJ Moore, uh, what do you guys think about this? Yeah, Quentin I wouldn't Johnson. be. Or go ahead. I was just gonna say I wouldn't be excited about it, just with the quarterback situation. And if you can't like really be excited about DJ Moore, I don't know why this would make you happy. Sam Darnold, the last couple games, has been, like, one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the league, which I don't think anyone is, was expecting, but here we are in 2022. Yeah, I don't know if there's a quarterback available for the Panthers that, like, would make me not want to start Sam Darnold next year. Yeah. But the problem is that, like, their team is, like, actually, they actually have, like, a nice team beyond quarterback. And and I don't think that they'd be in range for a good quarterback either next year. 
So like they're kind of stuck in QB hell, kind of like they're kind of like the Washington Commanders. Yeah. With Quinn Johnson, he kind of just reminds me of like twenty-one-year-old Mike Williams, and I mean that in a good way. A big dude. He's a freak. Yeah. He's not like the most like tech. He's not like Justin Jefferson running routes, but like. At at some point, like you're just bigger and faster than people. Yeah, like I was gonna say too. Like I'd like to own him just because of like his profile, but I would also do that knowing that like maybe it wouldn't produce right away. It's very rare that Darnold, like someone like Darnold, comes out and like turns his career around like that. So I wouldn't be like gambling on it. But it's also like Nick said, they're in QB hell, just for like how good they are in a sense i think they end up taking a qb later um in this draft that's it yeah i think in like the third round maybe maybe does it say who um let me look hold on They take Tanner McKee from Stanford. Yeah. Looks like second round. Yeah. Sorry for the spoiler. Anyway. Right. Um, hmm. uh, at 11. Right. Yeah. 11. Yeah. We have the Houston Texans taking Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, Kind of like the polar opposite of of um, Quentin Johnston, like Smith and Jigba really is more of like a technically refined wide receiver. Um, the athleticism isn't like eye popping, um, but just a really smart wide receiver, and he's really good at yards after catch as well, um, especially for his size. He is kind of. Um, Justin Jefferson-esque, like, just, like, stronger than you think at his size. Or, like, maybe Devontae Smith. Um, yeah, JS, I'm a fan of JSN, and I like him uh, being paired with Bryce Young, although it would have been cool if C.J. Stroud went to the Texans, but it is what it is. You guys have any thoughts about JSN in this landing spot. I like uh, that yeah. the would be taking a wide receiver because they definitely need one. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're the next pick after uh I think they're a few picks after uh Houston, Texas and the straps, but they do go with a wide receiver. But I have no problems with the Texans going if uh Jackson Smith and Jigba. I, I'd I be super excited for it. Yeah, I definitely think that it's something that they need. Especially yeah, with... Uh, they really only have Nico Collins. That's there next year. Right. And then we don't know uh, what the situation of Mitchie is. Uh, and they have John Mitchie. Uh, I, guess, I, yeah, but I don't know. I, I just was talking. I don't know what the situation is. I don't know if he's... Yeah. Uh, have they sp- stated like at what point of recovery he's in, or is he 
uh, still going through any treatments? I don't know. I guess he's still getting... I don't know if he's still getting chemo right now, but I'm guessing he's getting, like, radiology. Right. Like that. It wasn't a serious enough case of uh, leukemia that he needed to get marrow treatment, was it? No. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, because that would definitely put him out for a year or two, at least, at least two or so. I wonder, like, if you have leukemia... Like, are you not supposed to be, like, hitting the gym or anything like that? Uh, or, I don't know. It's a cancer of the white blood cells, so I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know if, like, having, like, uh, like an illness like that, like, if it just takes you out physically for a while. Well, cancer and chemo in general will always take you out physically. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of that weight that you're think... going to lose is going to be muscle. Doesn't yeah, that's if it's fat that's or not. Really it's just going to take that right from your muscle. Yeah, that's like a really, really horrible thing to happen. Like in general, obviously, but especially yeah. for an athlete. Yeah. Right. Like this yeah. is supposed to be his career. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, maybe well, hopefully. He signed his contract, though, which is yeah. nice. With his contract, he may have enough money to uh, make sure he gets the treatment that he needs that with the least amount of, you know, consequences. Does so, the NFL pay for if you're an NFL contracted employee, like do you get that paid? Or does it come out of his paycheck, you think? They have to have some kind of medical um they, plan. They have to have at least some kind of medical plan, yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise it'd be a lot different with uh how they want to play with these injuries. Yeah. Anyway, um I'm gonna read through the and t- the rest of the first round, and then we can talk about it because uh, running a bit short on time. Um, yeah, yeah, it is uh twelve forty in the morning. This is our dedication to you, people. Um, yeah. At thirteen, we have the Titans taking Jordan Addison, out of USC, and well. Oh my gosh, pop up ad. Okay, I'm just gonna read it off the little sheet I wrote here. Um at twenty-four, the Ravens take Jalen Galen Hyatt, sorry. Um at twenty-eight, the Chiefs take Hyatt's teammate, Cedric Tillman, and that's the first round. Really, only three to talk about, and all of them are wide receivers. Um, what do you guys think of these picks? I really like Jordan Addison one. I think the Titans really need a wide receiver. And I do think that he'd he'd be the best one available after Smith and Jigba's taken. Yeah, Traylon has been good, um, but he just hasn't been able to stay healthy this year. Um. And they definitely need some like deep threat type guy. Yeah, whenever he's on the field, it's just like not enough still. I feel like every team needs two good wide receivers nowadays. Mm-hmm. They need like complimentary ones too. Yeah, like I think the best example is like how T. Higgins and uh, Jamar Chase work together. Like they both threaten like in different ways. 
Uh, so, like, yeah, having, like, Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison seems like, like, a Deontay Johnson type where he could win anywhere. Uh, and so, yeah, I just really like that. Yeah. Um, then Jalen Hyatt, he's really more of, like, a deep threat type guy. Kind of similar to J-Mo from this last draft. Mm-hmm. Hyatt won the Blitnikoff, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah Sounds right. He's, yeah. he's really fast. Obviously good with the ball in his hands. Um, the Ravens need whatever they can get at this point. So it, It'd be exciting if Lamar stays, but it does not seem like it's going to happen like that. Situation's getting ugly in, in Baltimore. I'm really well, excited to be. I just realized I'm really excited for the combine. Like, I want to see what all these people's numbers are. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. It's like, hard I to see, I really want to see how Bijan Robinson does in the combine. That'll be that'll be fun that'd be to watch. And then Cedric Tillman to the Chiefs. Um, Cedric Tillman is definitely one to keep an eye on. He's he's one of the one of the better uh like possession receivers in this class um he he has really strong hands he he was so he was tennessee's like wide receiver one before he got hurt and that, that allowed the hyatt breakout um so he he's one to keep an eye on um especially the chiefs that'd be a fun landing spot yeah I guess this draft was written before Kayshawn Boutte just announced yeah. that he's coming back uh, or he's going to go to the NFL. And so would you guys draft uh, Boutte above any of these wide receivers taken so like far? If I were an NFL team. Yeah, like would you take Boutte over Tillman or Hyatt? I probably would. I think Jason's a little better than both of them. Yeah, I'd still take Addison over him too, but I think that I would take Boutte over Jalen Hyatt. Boutte's mm-hmm. just so good with the ball in his hands. Like, he's such a yak threat. Yeah. Right. He's like the only, like, person coming into the NFL that reminds me of Debo Samuel. Yeah, a bit. Hmm. Um... At 42, the Panthers take Tanner McKee out of Stanford, like we mentioned earlier. Um, I believe Tanner McKee's really more of like a pocket passer type. Um, yeah. So not, not too exciting for fantasy, but... Um, it sounds like what we were saying the Falcons should do, like for this mock, they'd be like kind of saying, like, here, compete with Darnold and Corral. Right, and that's smart. Um, if you don't have like a set quarterback in mind for the draft, just get a bunch of them and see how that works out. So probably wouldn't be too excited for Tanner um, for fantasy. I don't know that this pick makes sense though for the like with the next one in consideration, and like I'll let you get into that. Yeah, and at fifty we have Anthony Richardson going to the Bucks. 
Um, now Anthony Richardson is like he's like Will Levis on steroids. Like he's ultimate shoot for upside. Um, this dude has. You want to talk about like Josh Allen potential? This guy has it, um, but the problem is like you just want him nowhere near a football field in year one. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, uh, is um, but he's probably going to back up Brady in this instance, and that would be really good for his development. I like Anthony Richardson quite a lot. I think he has a lot of potential, but uh, I, d- I do see him as a big project in the NFL. Yeah. I it's do hard think to... he's a bit better than some people realize. Like, some people just think he's like Malik Willis from last year, and I think he's a bit better than that. Um, but yeah, go ahead. It's just like... I guess maybe it's the recency bias of Willis, but like, it's just like kind of concerning with project guys because you don't know if they're going to pan out. And right. like, like the athleticism is 100% there, but kind of like Nick said earlier, like a lot of the quarterback position isn't necessarily the athleticism. Like, it can be a, like a huge strength, but it's just going to depend on. Because there is like kind of like a little buzz going on Twitter about Brady maybe not being with the Bucks. I don't know what will happen. Just like a lot of what ifs with that pick. You, I have seen this a is... lot of Anthony Richardson to the Giants, and that would be really good because Brian Dable is like a god at developing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like if you see what he's done with Daniel Jones this year, and what he did to Josh Allen, obviously. Yeah. This is going to be a little random. Uh, if you guys look at Will Levis's stats on ESPN for this year, it says that he has negative 107 rushing yards on the season. Yeah. On college, uh, college takes in effect, like, sacks. Like okay, I was going to say. Oh. But yeah, and also on the Will Levis discussion, like, if you, I think the last time that he went above 250 receiving yards uh, or passing yards in a game was not in his last game or second or third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, not in his last seven games. When it comes to doing, getting what you- So it's just crazy that like, his stats are this bad and like he's still projected to go so high. I don't know. Right. Yeah, um, but anyway, the next pick, I'm going to go through this round too, um, yeah. just so we yeah. save a little bit of time. So we have Jameer Gibbs go to the Dolphins, Michael Mayer to the Bengals, Kenny McIntosh to the Panthers, Spencer freaking Rattler to the Lions, Zach Evans to the Chiefs, Hendon Hooker to the Broncos. Um, Zach Charbonnet to the Rams. I think I went into the third round a little bit. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, maybe a little. Maybe, but it's fine. Yeah, well, Zach Evans was the last pick in the second. So, 
Gibbs, Mayer, McIntosh, Rattler, Evans. Jameer Gibbs to the Dolphins would be quite fun. That would be yeah, yeah that'd be electric to watch. I love that. Besides the Eagles, like the Dolphins seem to be like the dream landing spot for, for a running back this running year. Backs, Maybe yeah. the Cardinals, but like I would consider taking Jameer Gibbs in like the first or second round in fantasy uh, if he goes to the Dolphins. Yeah, if he goes somewhere where he's needed. Yeah, he's such yeah, a weapon be... in the Ooh, passing yeah. game. Like, yeah. yeah, he has like Christian McCaffrey upside in an offense. Not like maybe not like 2019 Christian McCaffrey, obviously, but, but like, like this year Christian McCaffrey, where it's like yeah, it's maybe still... like this year where he's it's... like he's a really good player, but like, yeah. yeah. Still like 800 rushing yards and 500 receiving yards. It's something insane. They'd like actually that. be like pretty similar because like like that's both like Shanahan offenses, like receiving backs and Shanahan offenses. Yeah. yeah. One's just like five years younger. Right. It was just such a like versatile weapon. He's fun to watch. Um. Then we have Michael Mayer going to the to our Cincinnati Bengals. Um. I've heard a lot of Michael Mayer to the Bengals, like in a lot of mock drafts. Yeah. I don't think he'd fall this far. We were talking about no. that earlier. I think he's like a consensus uh, first or at least early second round guy. Um, I, I, I don't, Michael Mayer isn't like someone that like excites you per se, but like, He's just really good at playing tight end. Yeah. I heard a I heard like he's like better Dalton Schultz kinda. Um and I think that's an interesting comp. Yeah, it kinda reminds me of like Dallas Goddard. I think Goddard's yeah. like a bit more athletic. Yeah. Um, I, also I think the Schultz one is pretty fair. Like Jason Witten, if we're going like I mean, obviously, Jason Witten's. I don't know if he's a potential Hall of Famer, but like, um, he's, he was obviously really good in his time. Right. He was slow as all hell. <laughs> Dude, I remember playing with Jason Witten and Madden. He had like 72. Oh, my God. Oh, God. He was just unusable. Yeah. I always just remember the clips of Jason Witten just deciding to keep running after his helmet fell off. Yeah, he's like the T Higgins of like Madden players, where it's like even if their overall is high, they're like impossible to play with because they're slow. I I hate that about T Higgins and Madden. I still do. Madden Madden overalls are so fake. Like it doesn't matter what your overall is. Like like a seventy seven overall can be better than a ninety overall if they're faster. Yeah, that was the whole reason I used Andy Isabella and Madden. Anyway, Kenny McIntosh to the Panthers. Um, Panthers getting quite a haul in offense. Kenny McIntosh, um, running back out of Georgia. I don't think he's one of the bigger names in this draft. Um, his, his stats definitely don't pop off the screen. I haven't watched too much of him, but um, really seem to only have his breakout year now. I mean, like 
well, like, was it wasn't it James Cook and Zamir White in Georgia last year? Yeah. So, like, that makes sense, but I don't know. I think like it boosts him just being like the lone back in that backfield, but there are definitely better, in my opinion, better backs on the board. Yeah, and I think there's definitely more exciting ones um, mm-hmm. than Kenny McIntosh. Um, like, for example, Zach Evans to the Chiefs. Um, but he he seems like an all-right, all-around back. Nothing really eye-popping, Kenny McIntosh. Um, but, yeah. Um, then we have Spencer Rattler to the Lions. Uh, oh. How the mighty have fallen. Spencer Rattler, if you don't know, is like the consensus, like 101 in 2022. Um, At the beginning of the season before the fall. And he's stunk it up at OU, I believe. And then now. Yeah. I mean, he no. did beat, like, two top ten teams uh, to end the season. He looked pretty good in those games, but, like, I still don't think he should be drafted high at all. No. And I still I don't like the landing spot either. I feel like the Lions have too many. Yeah, I think the Lions should not take a clear. I think they should go with yeah. Jared Goff and then Sorry, there's just a, try and There's a car in one second. Yeah, Jared Goff has been playing pretty well. Um, he isn't even Jared Goff isn't even like Jimmy Garoppolo, where you have to have like a team around him. Like I think he's like a tier above that. Like I yeah. think he's like a like a good starting NFL quarterback. I think he's good and serviceable, but like I feel like he's definitely improved a hell of a lot since going to the Lions because he's actually been able to develop on his own. Yeah, because like I think with the Rams, yeah, you yeah, hear more and more stories about how he basically had his hand held every single second of the day when he was with McVay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like just ran that play action offense. Yeah, he's been especially fun to watch these last was it four or five weeks since he hasn't he hasn't had a single turnover except for that lost fumble last week. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I can't say I understand this from the Lions' standpoint, but I'm not really intrigued by Spencer Rattler too much fantasy-wise anyway. No. No. Um, I really think the Lions are going to go, like, heavy defense in the draft. I don't yeah. think they're... Yeah. They're, There's I don't not think really they a... need any more offensive pieces, honestly. Yeah, because their O-line is really good. So I think it's just going to be mostly defense, and there's not really... Like, obviously, that's not exciting for Dynasty. Yeah, and it looks like they might have one of the best uh, receiving cores in the league next year. Yeah. Especially if... Uh, maybe they can, like, look into, like, tight end at some point. Yeah, maybe, yeah. That's probably the only piece they'd actually have to go after. I still can't believe they traded Hawkinson in division. Yeah, that, was that doesn't make any sense. That was, that was a bit weird. There has to be more going on with that. Like, yeah. he just wasn't... That was insane. In or something. Or, I don't know. Like, Hawkinson had to have hated it there because, like, I don't even, like, I have no idea. 
Like, he's yeah, exactly just... the piece that the Lions needed. Yeah. He's killing it on the Vikings now. Yep. What do you guys think of this uh, resurgence with DJ Chark these last few weeks? With him doing a lot better, especially last week where he balled out. I think he's a serviceable wide receiver three on that two team. And that's yeah. where that's going to be left at for me. <laughs> yeah. I think he, I think if it makes me excited about JMO for the future. Yeah. Cause especially next year. JMO. Yeah. Play similar roles. Both are like more deep threat type guys. Right. Um, yeah, we might see the Lions offense look like the, the Dolphins. Have like a receiving back, uh, running back, and then like two really fast uh, outside uh, wide receivers. And then like, but instead of like Trent Sherfield, you have Amon Ross St. Brown in the slot. Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, we have Zach Evans to the Chiefs. I really like Zach Evans. I think mm-hmm. he's a really good uh, running back. Um, he should, in theory take over the Chiefs' backfield. Maybe they keep Jarek McKinnon around. Um, Jarek McKinnon, by the way, absolute baller. Um, He's, like, actually, like, one of the best running backs in the league when he plays well. Yeah. This dude's, like, he's, like, probably top five receiving back. Like, like, I don't get how the Chiefs get all these, like, really good... Like running backs out of nowhere. They just like they don't have any like stars on offense right now besides Mahomes and Kelsey, but like it all just forms together to like like they just have like cogs. It's kinda like the Patriots where like they don't really have any stars per se, but like they're just everyone's so good at playing their role. Um, but anyway, I do like Zach Evans. Uh Looked into him quite a bit. Very good season. Very good player for the uh, Ole Miss. Um, And obviously the Chiefs. He has all the upside in the world. Um, Any thoughts on this second round in general? I don't think we... Did we see a wide receiver go off? I don't think so. In the second round? Yeah, any thoughts about the second round? I really like the uh, Jameer Gibbs landing spot. Honestly, I could see Jameer Gibbs going higher than 53. Like, he looks really good, and he's only 20 years old. Like, he's really young. I've heard a lot of Jameer Gibbs, like, late first. I could see Uh, it, yeah. But anyway, moving on to the third round, we have Hendon Hooker to the Broncos, Zach Charbonnet to the Rams, Dontavion Wicks to the Texans, Tyler Van Dyke to the Jets, Jonathan Mingo to the Steelers, Dalton Kincaid to the Packers, Chris Rodriguez to the Jags, Zay Flower to the Giants, and Jaden Daniels to the Vikings. Okay, so Hendon Hooker to the Broncos. Um, probably just Russ's backup, but the way Russ is playing, who knows? 
Hennon Hooker does have some fantasy upside because he, he's a pretty good runner. Um, but he also has torn ACL, so he'll probably be a backup in this case, but so not too much fantasy appeal. Um but definitely an intriguing backup versus someone like Rattler, in my opinion. Right. Um but Zach Charbonnet. I, I do like Zach Charbonnet as well. This dude is a hammer. Um he's like I think he's like 230, 240, and he can run fast, and he's he's a really good receiver too for his size. Uh, I think he's someone that the NFL is going to like. Um, but speaking of Rams running backs, Cam Akers is kind of having a resurgence. Um, I don't know. Do you guys think the the Rams will take a running back with Akers? Like, kind of. I don't want to say he's like coming back to form, but like a little coming back to form. I don't think they should take a running back. Like he's looked really good. Like I came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. like I haven't like looked at the film to see if it was just like the Broncos defensive line, just like giving up because Russ is like terrible and they're not in the playoffs or anything. But like, I don't know. Like, I think he might be like running back is such like a not important enough position where it's like if you could potentially already have that guy, I don't think you have to be taking because like also considering the Rams don't ever have any picks anymore. Like this is their first pick, by the way. Yeah, this is their first pick. So like I think they should spend it somewhere else. Uh but yeah, that that'd be my I think they should stick with them. Oh, by the way, I think Matthew Stafford said he confirmed he was coming back next season in case that was in doubt. Really? Yes, I, I forget where he said it, um, but I, th- I believe he said it. I wonder what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield. Quarterback competition with Stafford. I think, did he sign a multi-year contract or was it just uh, for the end of this year? I think it's, it was just one year. His veterans minimum. And he's probably played well enough to like get average QB money, like bridge quarterback money. Um, the Rams quite literally can't pay anyone right now. I don't think unless they pull money out of their ass like they did the past couple times. Yeah, I wonder where we'll see Baker Mayfield go. Yeah, I think, uh, I think he's a top 32 quarterback in the league for sure. Yeah. Especially in a McVeigh system. That's very quarterback friendly. Maybe uh, if like Tua decides to take like a break from the NFL, uh we can see him there. Maybe. Um next we have Don Tavion Wicks. Um, I'm gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I, I haven't really looked into this guy yet. Um, I don't even think I knew he existed till now. Yeah, the I don't know the name. So, 
Um, he's a wide receiver out of Virginia. It looks like he got hurt this season. Um, but he had a really solid 2021. Uh, looks like he got hurt again in 2020. Or maybe he opted out. That was the COVID year. Um, so, yeah, not not too many opinions on that. But probably be their wide receiver three, I guess, behind um, JSN and Nico Collins. Um, but, yeah, Tyler Van Dyke to the Jets. We were talking about Mike White earlier, and... Tyler Van Dyke is kind of similar. Um, they're both very like pocket passery type guys. Both are uh, both are white, and um, yeah, that's 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 really all there is to say about both Tyler Van Dyke and Mike White. They're they're quarterbacks and they're white, and they don't run very much. Um, where the hell did all these tabs come from? Okay. Um, Dalton or Jonathan Mingo to the Steelers, uh, wide receiver. Steelers are usually pretty good at drafting those. Um, What do you guys think this does for like George Pickens if the Steelers draft another wide receiver? Does that like lower your interest in Pickens or Deontay or whoever? Friar Actually, I saw this one stat that really surprised me. George Pickens this year was one of the worst receivers in the league at getting open in single man coverage. But he's a and- menace. It's like he was literally in the top uh, bottom 10 of all receivers. Uh, So that was crazy Uh, with Deontay Johnson. Surprise, surprise being in the top 10. Uh, I don't I don't think the Steelers need another receiver. Um, No, doesn't really make much sense. Honestly, like the Steelers could be really good next year. I think. Uh, Please God, no. I know. Uh, if the Steelers somehow break 500 again this year, I'm going to lose my oh mind. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> he can't keep, like, Mike Tomlin can't keep getting away with Tomlin it. Tomlin did something. Like, Tomlin sold Mike something. Mike Tomlin is coach of the year. If he, even if he doesn't make the playoffs, if he's 500, yeah. like, it's him and a... TJ Watt are just willing that team. <laughs> For the Steelers, I would, like, literally only draft offensive line in 2023. Yeah, I think I agree. Oh, ass. Or maybe a corner. Their corners are not good. Yeah, that's that's also true. Um, but yeah, by the way, Deontay Johnson, like his 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 season is like ridiculously bad based on his usage. He has the most targets without a touchdown ever. <laughs> he doesn't have a touchdown. Let me repeat that. Ever what? He doesn't oh. have any touchdowns on this season. How many targets? He has like a hundred something. Jesus. Like, if there was ever a regression 
in a good way candidate it's deontay johnson um he's just like insanely unlucky he's like the new jacoby myers yeah the new yeah yeah and the crazy thing is he actually has like a top like target share in the red zone um he still just doesn't have any touchdowns yeah, that's um, so insanely unlucky anyway dalton kincaid to the packers he's a decent tight end and that's really all i have to say about him. <laughs> yeah there's not like there's not much to say it's really mid pick yeah he's, he's just he's good he's, he's all right aaron if aaron Rodgers is qb like it doesn't really mean much because he's never really favored tight ends in that kind of way Besides, like, that one year with Robert Tunyon where he scored, like, 18 million touchdowns. And then he tore his ACL. Isn't that what happened? Or was it the next year? Next year. Okay. Yeah. Or Mercedes Lewis last week. Dude, Mercedes Lewis is, like, 800 years old. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I still think it's funny. Mercedes Lewis is still the only... First round receiver Aaron Rodgers has ever thrown a touchdown to. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just insane. I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah. Then we have Chris Rodriguez, uh, running back out of Kentucky to the Jags. Probably just a backup for ETN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. ETN's been a little banged up this year. Probably could use with a little bit of a a snap count I guess Um, then we have Zay Flowers to the Giants I I do like Zay Flowers Um, very intro he's a very like route runnery wide receiver Um, be interested to see what the NFL thinks of him because he is a fourth year out of Boston College. Boston. Uh, I don't know. Uh, We'll we'll have to see about Zay Flowers. Does Kenny Galladay exist anymore? No. Like, do you think he comes back at all? If I were Kenny Galladay, I'd just retire now. You've already (laughs) sold enough. (laughs) What a menace. Like, he, he pulled off the greatest heist in all of humanity. I think Russell Wilson did. Uh, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson... The got like office. Yeah. Russell Wilson got, like, $250 million to literally provide, like, less value to his team than he gives. Yeah. Yeah. And his own office. Yeah, the Seahawks office oh my God. is one of the best things has, ever. I forgot about that. He has oh, his man. own office, more bathrooms than touchdowns. <laughs> oh, my God. At least he gets his point. teammates on the flight uh, free entertainment. <laughs> if Russell Wilson is even, like, halfway decent next year, he should be the comeback player of the year because that's how bad he was <laughs> this year. <laughs> he can... I'm the Broncos. I'm kicking him out of that office. 
Yeah, I don't care what the dead cap is. Dead cap is you're gone. Yeah, you the sunk cost fallacy. Until you, until you start playing good. It's about sending a message. <laughs> <laughs> Only burn half the money. <laughs> <laughs> Your Joker impression's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, finishing it off, we have Jaden Daniels to the to the uh, Vikings. The, he'll probably be the uh, what what quarterback did they draft in the second round of twenty twenty? Oh, what was his name? Alex, he was your quarterback for uh, one of your Madden franchises. Kellen Kellen Mond. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that he was a second rounder. No, I he, said was a, he was a fourth, I thought. Was he really? It was third or fourth. I hope so. With what fuck, what uh, Mike Zimmer said last oh, yeah. year. We've seen enough of him. I, I see him every day. I see him every day. <laughs> it's so disrespectful. I liked what a when we had uh, a Kosh on. Was that? Oh yeah. He said like Malik Willis was just Kellen Mond with hype. I love that guy. Yeah. Third round He's pick sixty six. Yeah. Okay. It's not Close saying. enough to four. Yeah. So it's even better. Jaden Daniels. Uh probably the new Kellen Mond in this case. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, pretty interesting mock. I think it was pretty realistic besides uh, one uh, pick for certain. Bijan to the Cardinals. Um, right. Yeah, I think really and Rattler. Late. I think Mayer went a little late or a bit yeah. late, like a whole round late. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. And Rattler yeah. appearing on the Yeah, board. I don't hate a lot of the picks. I especially, I think all the teams that took wide receivers were like, yeah, I think you need to take a, especially like in the first round. There's such a need for wide receiver, like good wide receiver play in the NFL. Yeah, and as we can see, like all the breakout quarterbacks were like from getting a new, except Derek Carr, uh, were from getting like a new uh, shiny t- like wide receiver one. Right. But, um, yeah, I think that's all we got for you guys t- today. Uh, next week, or whenever we record, we're going to be doing, like, a uh, season review, reviewing, like, uh, risers and fallers from the season. So that should be fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's it. Um. Hopefully, you guys made the championship in a couple of your leagues. Uh, good luck if you did. Yes, and, sir. Um, yeah, good luck, Alex. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> they, like, actually didn't target Pittman. Dude, or they just, like, didn't use Josh Jacobs in that game either. But, uh, no. deserved, deserved. But anyway, we will see you guys next time, and adios. See ya. See ya. See ya.